We're going to get into the political ramifications or implications of this decision, of course, because we have an election coming up. It's right around the corner. The writ's going to be dropped on Monday. So will this decision, coming at a very convenient time, impact who is going to win this province? Our guest is Professor of Political Science at the University of Calgary, Dr. Lisa Young. Dr. Young, thanks so much for making the time. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Happy to be here. So obviously, a big conversation. Uh, this is, I think, what everyone is talking about right now. It seems everyone's got an opinion on it. Were you surprised at all by the announcement? Well, yes and no. Um, I, I wasn't surprised that there was some kind of an announcement. I think from the time that Danielle Smith has walked into the Premier's office, she has seen this as a priority and of course we all know decision uh, in the coming election is going to be made in Calgary you know both parties are very much focused on winning Calgary so I wasn't surprised that there was something I think a lot of people were surprised at the deal itself um, it certainly is more favorable to the Flames ownership than the deal that the city had walked away from a couple of years ago um, not that surprising that there's provincial money coming into play here but certainly you know there's lots of talk in in Calgary today about whether the city um, made a good deal or not hmm. and and what's the reaction been there are Calgarians saying that they that they feel that this is the right move forward well you know I think there's a, a huge range of, of views and um, th- there are certainly some people who are excited by the prospect of the arena. You know, they've wanted to see this for some time. Um, I, but I do think that there is also some pushback, um, particularly looking at the cost, not just to the provincial government, but also to the city of Calgary, um, and, and questioning whether a good deal was made in the name of, of Calgarians. Um, I, I think there there is a bit of a sense that the uh, Flames ownership uh, might have um, done awfully well in all of this. Right, right. There's been a lot made, Dr. Young, about Danielle Smith's former stance as the leader of the Wild Rose when she has said in a statement that under her premiership, if she won at that time, she would not ask for provincial funding for an Edmonton arena. This is obviously before Rogers Place was built. Now, she is explaining that stance by saying that in this case, when it comes to the Calgary arena, the taxpayer portion will actually go towards paying for infrastructure, not an arena. What do you make of that of that justification? Well, you know, she she gave that justification as she stood at the microphone wearing a flames jersey. So, I, I you know, I, I think we all need to be a little bit skeptical about that. But I think the tricky thing here is, you know, if if the announcement had been for three hundred million dollars for infrastructure spending in downtown Calgary, unconnected to the arena deal, I'm not sure that we would even be considering it worth talking about. And, you know, my understanding is that, you know, the ask from the city was for $200 million around uh, downtown revitalization. And instead they got this, but they had to come to the table to, you know, agree to this deal. Um, and, and so I think that that has changed how we're looking at it. So, you know, I wonder if 2012 Danielle Smith would have been doubly outraged, not just by the provincial government money that 
brought the two parties to the table, but also by the the city of Calgary money. You know, there's more than half a billion dollars of of city taxpayers' money that's now going to go into this arena, um, you know, to the considerable benefit, again, of the Flames' ownership. Hmm. This decision obviously wasn't something that was reached overnight, and yet it wasn't anything that was outlined when the provincial budget dropped in March. So why... Or, or could you talk a little bit about the strategy of the announcement of this coming now, uh, days before the writ's supposed to be dropped when it comes to our provincial election? Well, you know, I think there was a lot of speculation that the Alberta Fund, I think it was called, that was in the budget um, that was going to be put toward various projects was actually a a slush fund Mm -hmm. that was going to be for pre-election announcements. And I would imagine that that is where this money is is coming from. Um, And, you know, certainly this isn't the only announcement that we've seen. um, And there, there is a lot of provincial government spending in the days leading up to the election. It's really hard to separate this and look at this as just uh, an announcement for the city or for the province, depending on how you want to look at it, and not tie it into the election that's coming up. Danielle Smith says that this has nothing to do with the election. What's your reaction to to that? (laughs) You know, I I think everything that the provincial government is doing right now has to do with the election. This is a remarkable election. We've got two parties, you know, neck and neck in the polls. Everything is close. And uh, really, you know, most of the actions of, of the provincial government for the last several months, I think we've been able to look at through the lens of the election. And this is no different. And Danielle Smith herself linked it yesterday to the election, saying that, you know, she hoped that there would be a discussion and and that um, Albertans would uh, endorse the the idea of the deal. Um, So she's tied it to the election. So uh, does it work? Does this sway voters? Does this buy voters, if that's how you want to classify this? Uh, I want to get to a couple more questions with you, Dr. Young, but we do just have to take a very short break. So if you'll just bear with me, Uh, we'll come back in a couple of minutes, continuing to talk about the political implications of this Calgary arena deal that we heard yesterday. Dr. Lisa Young is a professor of political science at the University of Calgary. Chelsea on chat will be back in three minutes. We're talking about the Calgary arena deal with professor of political science based out of the University of Calgary. Calgary, Dr. Lisa Young. Dr. Young, thanks so much for sticking around on hold. I really appreciate your time this afternoon. Happy to be here. So a lot of people are calling this just a good old-fashioned vote by when it comes to this announcement and, of course, the election right around the corner. Do you think it will work? Is this going to sway voters and ultimately win Danielle Smith the election? Well, you know, it's it's really difficult for us to know. Um, What we know in Calgary, where, you know, you would expect this to have the the most impact, is that most people have made up their minds, you know, they're firmly in the NDP camp or they're in the UCP camp, and not much is going to budge them. But there's a group of voters that one pollster is calling the reluctant UCP voters, people who voted UCP last time, and now they're wavering. They're not sure how they're going to vote. They're saying they're undecided. um, and, And And those are people who are, you know, not that happy with the performance of the UCP government. So is it going to move those voters? And it's hard to know. We don't know, you know, what their views are on the arena deal specifically. What we do know is that they're more likely to be women than men. 
And so there are certainly women who are hockey fans, but they might, you know, less likely to be perhaps. Um, So this may not be a high priority issue for them. But the other thing we know about these voters is that the number one issue that they say is important to them is affordability. And if you're worried about affordability, then, you know, a, a new arena might not be something that you would see as being all that attractive. And when you think about the possibility of property taxes going up in the city, you know, because the the city has extended itself, you know, for an extra half billion dollar uh, contribution over the next number of years, that might be a bit of a turnoff. Now, all of that is speculation, but I guess all of that by way of saying that I'm not sure that this is a, a guaranteed winner for the UCP when it comes to election day. Okay, so we still have to have to wait and see what's going to happen over what's probably going to be a very uh, exciting and dramatic few weeks here. Uh, the writ's going to be dropped on Monday. This weekend, uh, I'm looking at Danielle Smith's Twitter right now. She's, she's called Saturday. Saturday, Super Saturday, uh, with a couple of campaign launches that are going to take place in both Calgary and Edmonton. What do we expect that we're going to see this weekend immediately prior to the rip being dropped? Well, I think we're going to see a lot more of what we have been seeing. One of the differences, though, once the writ is dropped, then the government stops being able to use its advantage of being in government. And so um, we won't be seeing the same announcements of of spending of government money. This is, you know, the the week of the big finale of, Mm -hmm. of all of those announcements. And it's going to be more of a campaign footing. And so we'll see more coverage, I think, of of Notley relative to Smith, you know, um, since Smith can no longer, you know, rely on making announcements on behalf of government. And it will be interesting, you know, one of the things I'm going to be watching for is what kinds of platforms, planks, we, we see coming from the UCP. We've seen lots of commitments of, of government money, lots of announcements, things that they're going to do in the spending arena, but what kinds of policies are they going to promise and in order to run on? And uh, so I think we might be seeing some hints about that from uh, the UCP. I'm wondering, uh, just to go back now to the conversation about the arena and the arena deal, Dr. Young, someone on the text line right now is asking uh, for your opinion on the part of the arena deal that is being held in secret that's confidential. What do you make of that? Well, you know, I I don't know. Um, We don't know what we don't know here, right? Um, And certainly Rachel Notley made this conversation a little bit more complicated um, at her press conference today when she said that, you know, her understanding is that there are elements of the deal, or at least one element of the deal that wasn't announced, um, having to do with the ability of the, the Flames ownership to um, develop property in, in the area of this. And we just don't know, which I think speaks to her point about Albertans being asked to pass judgment on this, endorse the idea without really knowing any of the details. That's one critical detail. The the question of who picks up cost overruns is another critical detail. And um, we know nothing about any of that. Mm -hmm. So I I do think, you know, it, it, it certainly raises some questions. 
Dr. Young, thank you so much uh, for your time this afternoon, uh, for your perspective. Always appreciate the conversation with you. My pleasure. That's Dr. Lisa Young, professor of political science out of the University of Calgary, of course, talking about Calgary's arena deal. Uh, it's it's going to be $1.2 billion in total. About $330 million of that is going to be uh, is going to be something that taxpayers are going to be on the hook for.